Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us again for another episode of the Never Give Up podcast. I'm your host, Shane Spicer. Uh, so I have a good friend of, me, of mine with me here today. Uh, he is a, he's a coach, he's a trainer, he's a father, and uh, he's someone who I've known for the, the better part of my life, for sure. We kind of grew up together, and uh, I'm happy to, uh, to have him here today. How are you doing, Paul? Good, good, and yourself. Thanks for having me. Fantastic, man. Happy to have you here. Um, so, so Paul, I wanted to uh, I wanted to have a conversation with you today. So, I know that uh, that you've been a personal trainer for for a while now, and uh, you've got quite a few clients. You've helped quite a few people, including myself, with some pretty serious transformations of the mind and of the body. And uh, so, today, I wanted to talk about. Um, I wanted to talk about fitness and when I talk about fitness, I, I, I mean, just as much as I mean, physical fitness, I mean, mental fitness, mental toughness, and, uh, just kind of being able to being able to get through the, the times that we're living in right now today. So, um, you know, thanks again for, uh, for, for coming today and, uh, and yeah, so maybe, uh, maybe just give uh, give a quick introduction on yourself. All right. Uh, perfect. And thanks for, uh, the, the kind words. Um, so a little bit about me, uh, sport and leisure management, took kinesiology at Holland College, uh, been personal training on and off since 2010, really got more so invested within like the last five years, um, taught series of classes, uh, hit classes, kickboxing, um, Olympic lifting, uh, mostly a lot of different styles, um, from Amherst, Nova Scotia. Now I'm in Moncton, New Brunswick, Canada. I have online clients and I have clients in person and in nursing homes. So I work with all ages and uh, that's just a little bit about me. And I got my mom and two sisters that raised me. So uh, I have a lot of clients that are female. Um, I kind of connect a little bit more with females better. Um, but mind you, I take, I take all, I take all clients um, when I have availabilities. Fantastic, Paul. Well, thanks so much for that, uh, for that breakdown for sure. And, uh, so, I mean, let's, let's talk a little bit about, uh, I kind of want to touch on the business side of things as well. So let's just, let's talk a little bit about how things have kind of changed for you when it comes to the pandemic. Cause I know that you've adapted a lot to the way that you're doing things so that you can kind of still keep, uh, keep your clients and keep kind of thriving with your, uh, with your training aspect of, of your own business. And, uh, right. you know, why don't you tell us a little bit about how, uh, about how that came about and how you, uh, you know, how you, how you kind of recession proofed your, your business with that. Right. Well, um, a big thing that happened in my life is my why got bigger. So having kids and trying to be proactive probably helped me for the pandemic. Uh, at this point, I always accept worse. So whatever the worst thing is going to happen, I've always accepted, um, accept that first. Um, cause again, we do things out of pain. So like you said, our mental toughness, um, to do things out of pain, pain will drive us, pain will keep you going. Um, motivation doesn't last, right? So pain will keep you going. Um, and again, so I accepted the pandemic. Uh, like right now you guys are in red. I've already accepted that we're going to go back in red. Even though that we're not already there yet, I've already ex- accepted it. So when it does happen, I don't have to be like, oh, what am I going to do? This is frustrating. Um, so again, um, for the pandemic, I was ready. I was ready before it um, it did affect me mentally I still have my ups and downs and I mean you know that personally between our own conversations but again I just accepted it and 
I have I have clients that I coach, so I got to practice what I preach. So it's easier for me when I ask them if the, for holding them accountable. They hold me accountable uh, too. I have to walk the walk. Uh, I have to walk the walk. I have to get up too. I have to, you know, um, take care of my family, uh, work, and again, it it all comes into balancing. Um, getting your sleep is super important. That's probably number one. That's probably that's number that that's the thing that most. That matters the most probably is getting your sleep. But again, you are going to miss some sleep too. And you have to be okay with that. Absolutely. You got to get that kind of stuff in when you can a hundred percent. So like, I just want to, I just want to give like a quick, uh, a quick breakdown too. So like uh, uh, myself, I, uh, I, I moved back, uh, I moved back to Nova Scotia from, uh, from Moncton, New Brunswick, where Paul currently is at uh, in January of this year. And, uh, I was in, uh, I was in a pretty rough situation when it comes to, uh, when it comes to fitness. I mean, I was, I was doing, you know, decent, I guess, uh, when it came to the mental side of it, but physically I was struggling. I, I was overweight. I gained quite a bit of extra weight throughout the pandemic and you know, things just became a little bit more tough. And, uh, I'd started training with Paul right before, uh, well, shortly before I'd left Moncton and then moving back here, uh, you know, it was like, kind of like, you know, how am I going to go about this? How am I going to stay motivated? And uh, what Paul does is Paul actually has uh, an online platform that he uses that he sets up and he loads up uh, particular training programs. He does um, kind of everything and, and sets your daily goals, uh, reminders and stuff like that. And then he has a conversation with you on kind of a regular basis to keep you or to, to keep accountable and to, to make sure that you're following through with the stuff that you're trying to do and make sure that you're reaching your goals. So I know that myself personally, I was able to lose 28 pounds between January, uh, like January 25th of uh, 2021 and uh, and the 1st of May. So pretty, uh, pretty good transformation for myself. And I mean, I just, I feel significantly better. Like, you know, life is significantly better. And, uh, you know, so, um, you know, that's, that's a nice aspect to be able to do because even though we weren't in the same area, the borders between us, even though we're only half an hour away from each other, the borders are closed. We're not supposed to be going back and forth, not allowed to be going back and forth. Um, you know, we still had the ability to be able to do that. Paul has made it so that he can have clients basically anywhere in the world and he can train with them and he can give them that same sort of experience and that same type of, uh, that same type of setup. So, uh, you know, good for you, Paul, for being able to, uh, you know, to kind of recession proof your business and also give yourself the ability to expand on something that was traditionally a very personal face to face type of industry and made it so that you can kind of do that anywhere. So, you know, why don't you just talk to us a little bit about, about how, uh, how you went on, uh, how you went about kind of figuring that aspect of it out and, you know, how that helped you to be able to grow your business and your level of entrepreneurship and everything else. Right. Well, at the end of the day, when everything was going on, like right now we feel in like a, a disconnected, a disconnected world because we're not allowed to socialize with our loved ones. Um, people, the gym's different. Like if you walk into a gym, you can't go across and just say hi to, to Sally or John. Um, you're frowned upon. Um, don't, don't, don't get me wrong with that. Does that does take a lot from humans and connectivity. So like for me, um, I was always at a nursing home was where I kind of started off. I, I volunteered there and it kind of turned into a paid gig. And then after that, I learned so much from the people I worked with, um, how to expand, um, what conversations actually really do matter. And again, it's, it's more than just, it's more than just working out. Um, uh, it's a lifestyle, uh, it's for longevity. Uh, it's for, it's, it's for everything for, uh, 
overall, um, it's, it's time for you. And when do you book time for yourself? Um, highly ever, especially if you have uh, kids, you're always taking care of them. You know, if you have a spouse, you're always taking care of them. But what about you? So I always really make sure the session is for them. Um, habits and goals are always coming up. If you're reading or whatever you take interest in, take interest to, I take interest to. So I make sure I'm talking to you about those things. And again, just like you being down in weight, um, it brings joy to my face. It makes me feel good. And I know you're doing better. And to see someone change in front of you um, and being in a place of position that they didn't think they could be, regardless of the pandemic, you look at the brighter side of things. It's powerful, right? It's powerful. Um, 100%. Yeah. And I mean, one of the, one of the things that you said there that, uh, that I have to, uh, that I have to touch on is just the fact that, you know, it's, it's not, it's well, so you're talking about it being a lifestyle and people really don't realize how true that is. It's like, you know, it's very easy to like, I guess you can't really say it's very easy, but it's easy to go and change your habits for a little while and get some, some effects and get some changes. But the, the fact of the matter is, is that if you want to maintain a lifestyle like that, if you want to maintain that type of fitness of that type of weight loss of that type of anything else like that, then it has to be a change inside your mind and a change in the way that you live your life. It's not meant to be temporary. It's meant to be permanent because it's very easy to go and, and, and change your eating like habits. Everything that we, what's that? I was just going to say, it's, it's easy to change your, your eating habits and your exercise habits for a couple of months, and then, and then you get the results that you want, and then you go back to doing what you were doing before, and within a few months' time, you're going to be back where you were before, right? So, you know, the, the, it's, it's, it's not even so much a battle of getting to where you want to be, but it's a battle of staying where you want to be and implementing that lifestyle as opposed to just thinking about it on a temporary terms oh I, i've only got to do this until i get to this point i've only got to do this until i get to this weight well that's not how you can look at it right no no 100 percent. you got to look at, at it um again when i do consultations sometimes and they tell me their goals i'll look at them and i'll tell them straight up your goal's not big enough that that's going to take us to three months like where are you at in a year versus five years? You have to do a five-year goal. You have to write it down. It has to be a smart goal. It has to be specific, measurable, uh, attainable, realistic, um, all, those, all those aspects. And if your goal isn't that big and it isn't mapped out, then it's really hard to hit, hit a destination we never, we've never even created. We don't even, you don't even care enough about your goals to write them down. You're not going to hit them. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I I talk about that on a couple of different, uh, a couple of different episodes where, you know, writing down your goals, setting your goals, and kind of working on the plan to get there, right, building your foundation, and then setting the stage to be able to get to where you need to be looking at the steps and taking each step every day to to get that stuff done. So right. um, And you need a source. Go ahead there. No, 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 you go ahead. And uh, you need to also have someone hold you accountable and you need rewards. Like sometimes like I look forward to like four or five things throughout the run of the day, whether it's my workout, whether it's me reading, whether I get to make time to go golfing, um, whatever, whatever I may do, I always reward myself. So I work toward towards a reward and I schedule out the stuff I love to do first 
so that I'm in a state to give people my best self. Now, not everyone has the chance to do that because, you know, they may be working a different nine to five that they're not passionate about, but you have to, you have to find what actually makes you, makes you burn inside, what actually makes you feel alive. And if you don't do those things that make you feel alive, you'll pick up habits and become a habitual creature that, you know, in five years time, I can tell you what gas station you're going to be at, what pump you'll be using um, because you became a, a creature of habit. For yourself and myself, our journey lately, we aren't really creatures of habits because we're picking up new habits and installing new habits, and we're trying to each and every day. We're just we're we're seeking out the best versions of ourselves, and I mean that's what that's what I try to inspire into into the listeners and into anybody that I talk to on a on a regular basis. That's for sure. And I know that we've had some amazing conversations, uh, especially lately, but you know, obviously over the years as well. Uh, you know, it, it makes a big difference to be able to have people to uh, to hold you accountable for sure. So, um, I know that uh, I know that you got uh, you got some other stuff in the works here that you're thinking that you're planning on doing in the future. And I don't know if you want to get into that at all or not, but uh, if you uh, if you want to, I'll let you I'll look at the floor up for uh, for a quick uh, quick chat about that. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm always open because you you need you need people. You need to. So what at the end of the day, where I would like to do is. I definitely would like to have a mobile a mobile fitness center um, in a truck, um, able to see clients, possibly have a physio, a massage therapist, you know, because again, these services are needed. Um, even if you, like at first when they didn't deem um, aesthetics and um, people like getting your hair done not essential, it is, it is essential because people are going there and they're talking and they're communicating and having having those things and having those services and being mobile as having a mobile fitness center, being able to go to clients um, is just something I think the, I think that it's going to move. I think it's going to be a new shift in the world. Um, The gyms aren't the same. Um, I've been to one or two around here and they're just, it's just, it's just not the same, even though I still know the people and you know, but you can't just go have conversations. So again, um, being able to work out, um, in your own space and feel confident and have a workout tailored to you. Um, Cause not everyone needs a personal trainer. So not everyone will be getting training, but you know, having a mobile fitness center, um, being able to have access to it and having good trainers, having good trainers that, you know, aren't on IG buying followers, selling things that don't work or selling supplements to lose, you know, telling you the real deal, basically take this journey. <laughs> right but again it's going on it's going on a journey and and uh and doing whatever that is like whatever your goal is is, is it's not going to be crazy whether you want to climb out everest or become a professional athlete um your trainer should always believe in you and that's one thing too people um people always settle for that first person you got to shop around you got to get a second opinion um but yeah so i kind of went on went on a tangent there but that's what I'd like to have mobile fitness center and just be able access for, for everybody. And I just think that's just the way the world's going to go. Yeah. And I mean, it's not even so much that, that that's what you'd like to have. You're working on getting that. And, you know, when you first told me about that, I thought to myself, like, this is a phenomenal idea. Like, you know, people, like people 
are discouraged from going to the gym because they don't want people to see them in that light. They don't want to see them to see them working out. And it's like when you get to a certain point, it's and you see people at the gym that are in really good shape and that have been going for years and that, you know, they're, they're whatever, then it's difficult to go there when you know you're just starting out and you know you're in rough shape and you know that you got a long ways to go. And some people, that that's the difference of making them go or not. So for you to be able to have someone reach out to you, go and show up, pull into their driveway, back into their driveway with a mobile fitness center get them a solid workout in in like 45 minutes 30 to 30 to 60 minutes we'll say get them a solid workout in and you can do that as often or as as uh as frequently or infrequently as they want then you know that's going to open up a whole lot of doors for sure um so you know one thing that i uh one one reason why i wanted to get paul on here is because you know he's very entrepreneurial minded i think that's extremely important today um, you know, you really can't rely on a company to do what's in your best interest. As an employee, a company is never 100% of the time is not going to do what is in your best interest. It's going to do what's in their best interest. And, you know, I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand. My dad worked at a, at a, a factory for 38 and a half years and about five years before he was set to retire. They sold the company and he got pretty, pretty well screwed over and ended up living uh, and still living on about half of the income that he intended on living on for the rest of his life. So he got completely screwed over by this company that he gave 38 and a half years of his life to. And I don't wish that upon anybody because, you know, it's, it's caused a lot of struggles for them financially for him and my mom, as he was the, the breadwinner and the only worker in the, in the, in the household. So, you know, for, with what Paul's doing, with what I'm doing, you know, we're, we're trying to build something here that's going to be able to leave something for our kids, something for our families and something that's going to be there in our memory when we're gone. And I think that everyone should consider starting something, planting some seeds and, you know, looking at doing something that's going to maybe not pay you today, but that's going to pay you in the future and that can create something because, you know, you know, it's, it's, you're not doing yourself any favors by not, you're not doing your kids and your, your spouse and, and anyone else in your family that depends on you. You're not doing them any favors by just relying on a company to pay, to pay you every month. And when it's just a straight trade for time, you know, we're trying to build empires here and we're trying to, we're trying to make things happen so that our kids have better opportunities than most do because, you know, circumstance, good, you know, people people become really successful that are that are raised in a bad circumstances and you know i think we can kind of both relate to that paul but you know there's a lot more opportunity and a lot more things that can be done if you have the right upbringing but you also have the right opportunities at the same time right a hundred percent yeah see we do we do do things um as humans based on what our past experience were and and again, that was nice that you touched on that. And I like that you touched on the fact, um, to go back to gyms, um, how people don't like the mirrors. Because I've had so many conversations with people um, just feeling anxious and not being able to go through, go through the front doors of a gym. Um, I, I haven't realized all the barriers that people, that people have. I hear a lot of them now and know a lot of them now, but I'm still hearing new ones. I'm still, I'm still learning. There's not a day I, I have a client that I don't learn something um, within the course of a month just because everyone's perspective is so, so, so much more different sometimes and we have different opinions and you should always be open to changing your opinion or, or learning because things are always changing. If you look at like blockbusters, for instance, laughing at Netflix back in the day. Right. No, absolutely, man. And it's like, 
at at the end of the day, if you don't adapt to the things that are happening around us, then you're you're going to be dead in the water. And if you can adapt to change and you can innovate, like what you're doing with your with your fitness business, then you have you're in you put yourself in a position and your family in a position to just not go without and not be in a bad spot. You put yourself in a position to be able to succeed, and I think that's really important, man, for sure. Um, Something else I wanted to touch on is, uh, you know, and we'll just touch briefly on this, Paul, but um, the importance of, of having faith. And, you know, that can be definitely different things to different people. Um, you know, I talk about on a couple of different episodes here, and I know we've had some personal conversations, private conversations where, um, you know, I've kind of talked about my relationship with God and how that has impacted my ability to be successful in life and my ability to help others and, and just, you know, really improved my every aspect of life. And, and more than anything else, it's improved my mindset. It's really, it's, I've, I've relieved my anxiety. I have relieved my worry. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's an absolutely wonderful thing. If you, if you truly believe and you really harness that. So why don't you talk about, uh, about your outlook on that? Um, so my outlook, uh, as you know, so um, I studied Jehovah witness for about three months um, I'm now into Buddha, Buddhism, and I'm learning about the Quran as well. Um, having a belief is, um, I can't even find the words to explain it, and having the belief to understand and knowing the reasons and just knowing the history um, um, of, of everything and and having an understanding and learning um, was was definitely was definitely changing made me made me for a better person for sure i still there's not a day that i don't pray in the morning um that's for sure i definitely um have a better relationship with my family because of it um my my whole outlook on life um definitely is different because of because of having a belief in faith um currently what i believe in um if you ask me like is there god is there Right now, I'm completely open book. Um, I'm trying to learn. I want to learn about 15 religions in the next two years. That's my goal, um, and then kind of make a make a make a decision on on what type of religion or what I want to believe. Because at the end of the day, this is something I got to pass down to my kids and why it's important. And basically, it does have it has it has all the the the, the rules to live by. Absolutely, man. And I mean, it's. I think you did. I think you, you summed it up pretty well in the sense that it's like, you know, this is something that we're going to pass on to our kids and our kids adopt our beliefs until they until they kind of go and they grow and they and they figure out their own beliefs. And we may not believe between you and I, Paul, we may not believe the same things uh, that are that our parents believed. And that doesn't make any of us right or wrong. But at the end of the day, I think the important thing is to have faith in something. And to be constantly seeking that because that will, you know, as you said, it improves your relationships with your friends, with your family, with, with your everything. And, uh, you know, you, you do become a better person because you look at things differently. You become one big thing for me is I became, I became so much less angry because I, you know, I, when you go through things in life and you don't understand why, you know, you, you, you can play the blame game. You can, you can put those, you can put those things on people and, and, you know, it may not yes. be, may not be the right, the right place to put it, but you know, what it's done for me is it's made it so that I'm not angry about anything that's happened in my past. In fact, I'm thankful for everything that's happened to me in my past because it is literally what led me on the road to where I am today, which I believe is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And, uh, I, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't be more thankful 
for that yeah. aspect of it. Right. Awesome. And, you know, like when it comes to like, you know, people that people that have done wrong to you and stuff over the years, you know, you hold grudges against that. And, you know, people don't realize how, how big of an impact that has on your own personal mental health. And when I let go of, of all these things, man, it was just, it was really a difference maker for me. And it just, my quality of life is so much better. I just feel better every day. And I can think about those people who did those things. And, you know, I just, I just pray that they are blessed and that, you know, they, that they are doing well and that they are looked after. And the same with the people that I have currently in my life, in my, in my circle. And, you know, there's definitely some people that I have been close with over the years that I don't talk to anymore for one reason or another. And I think it's definitely important to be kind of filtering out the people that are not bringing you good in your life and pushing them a little bit further away and bringing closer the people that are bringing good things into your life and bringing positive influence to your life for right. sure. 100% man. Well, it's been great. This is great. Absolutely, Paul. Well, uh, well, yeah, man. So, uh, so I appreciate that. I think we're going to wrap this up, but if you want to shout out your, uh, shout out your Instagram and, uh, and anything else there, then definitely feel free and, uh, you know, get, uh, get the, the peeps to, to check you out and check out what you're, uh, what you're up to. Paul posts a lot of really good stuff on his, uh, on his Instagram. I can tell you guys that, you know, he's got good motivational stuff, uh, you know, different types of workouts and, and different stuff like that. So, you know, it's nice to, it's nice to just have those types of, uh, of influences. So, uh, so yeah, for sure, Paul, go ahead and shout out what, uh, whatever you want there. Yeah. So, uh, follow me on Instagram, uh, Sunbu fitness. I have Sunbu fitness at YouTube as well. Um, and again, um, your, your goal in life should be, you know, if you can pass anything on to anyone is make someone's day better. Just make one person's day better um, and take it day by day and don't try to solve all problems at once. Fantastic. And if there's one thing I want everyone to take from the conversation here today, it's that you need to believe in yourself. You need to work on yourself and you need to become the best version of yourself that you can be. You have the choice. You can be the darkness or you can be the light. So why wouldn't you be the light? And shine that upon other people, bring other people up, raise other people up, and make other people feel good. You do that, good things are going to happen to you as well. It really is a, it really is a, uh, you know, it's a domino effect when it comes to all that. So, um, thanks so much once again for joining us, Paul. Thanks everybody for listening. I love you, you all, and God bless. <laughs>